Dee bent down to retrieve her suitcase from underneath the bottom bunk bed, being careful not to hit her head on the shelf above the bed when she stood up. The cramped space was certainly an inconvenience, but she was glad to have it. She had lived in far worse conditions than this over the years, and working in the kitchen of a mission church in downtown Houston was one of the better jobs she'd managed to find over the years. It was a good feeling to wake up every day knowing that she was the one helping others instead of having to be the recipient of that help, as she once was. Life had been hard for her as long as she could remember. Her rocky start in life began literally from birth, when her mother slipped out of the hospital and left her behind, putting her in the charge of the first of many foster homes. When she finally landed in her first permanent home, she'd been only ten years old. By eleven, she was gone, living on the streets for the next ten years. And it's come full circle, Dee thought to herself, thinking back to how she'd met Emma Carson. The two of them had both been Crazy Max prisoners for over a year, forced into a hell of drug use, and worse, that made Dee's childhood look idyllic. Now, she was packing her things to spend the next month with Emma and the other members of the ranch on their twice-annual cattle drive. She'd see very little action when it came to cows or horses, and she'd already pushed down the hope of meeting any of the actual cowboys she'd heard so much about. After all, she'd been the one to remind Emma of what they used to jokingly tell each other so many years ago. They don't make them ugly at Carson Hill Ranch. Years ago, Emma had gone and married one of the ranch owner's sons, while Dee had moved on and found her purpose in life at the downtown Houston shelter. They kept in touch, but their busy lives rarely gave them enough time to email each other, let alone actually get together for a visit. This whole month would be filled with taking care of the little ones in the family, a favor Emma had specifically asked of her, and one she was looking forward to, and getting to catch up with Emma, just like old times, but without the hurt and fear that ruled their lives for those months. Dee, you back there? A gruff voice called in the tiny hallway. Yes, Emmy, I'm in here. She answered back loudly, still pulling clothes out of the plastic bin that fit under her bed to hold her few clothes. She'd learned to do without from such a young age, and instead of going in the other direction when she was finally free to pay her own way, she'd held on to the skills she'd learned early. Dee kept enough to get by, and never felt the pinch of doing without. Okay, just checking. I'd hate to come out and give you a heart attack by not having my shirt on, the old man answered. Sammy was the general maintenance and all-around job doer for the shelter, and despite his huge size, scary face, and rough-sounding voice, there wasn't a better person on the planet. I hate to disappoint you, Dee thought with the tiniest of guilty pangs, but it wouldn't be quite the shock you think it is. The things I've seen would give you a stroke. I'll be sure to let you know before I come out, she promised him happily, aware that the heart attack would be more Sammy's than hers. Okay, then. Well, if you have any spiders you need killing, just say the word. I'll scare them away with my good looks. 
Dee laughed too loudly at Sammy's joke so he could be sure to hear her. Then the camper shook under the massive retreating stomps of his attempt at considerate, tiptoeing footsteps.